welcome to another week of the Fiber Coven podcast. We're so happy to be talking with you and talking with each other about some yarny stuff and a little bit of witchy stuff. I'm Lauren from Valkyrie Fibers. And I'm Emily from Kitty with the Cupcake. Awesome. We usually kick it off with news and you've got news for us this week. Where are you going to be in the world? Uh, I'm going to be a few places. I'm going to be at Bitchcraft Fair in Louisville on October 1st. It's at the Downtown Convention Center. I have my friend is a booth neighbor. I'm going to have Sarah and Chad in the booth and it's going to be a fun witchy time. We'll probably be like kind of dressed up and cute and I will have all of my wares on sale. I will also have some special wares on sale. Uh, Aside from the gumball machine, I will have little mystery pumpkins full of B grades and like special things. So check those out if you're local to Louisville. And then I will also be at the World Oddities Expo in Baltimore on October 7th. That is an all-day Oddities Expo show. Come check it out. And then I will not physically be there, but the New York City Yarn Crawl is September 28th through October 1st. And I have a trunk show at Brooklyn General uh, with Junk Yarn. So it is a Halloween-themed trunk show. So Kemper is sending all of their Halloween colors. I have spent sent a lot of my Halloween-themed stuff. Uh, so I just sent the box out, and there's a lot of good stuff to go into that. I put a couple uh, trick-or-treat advent calendar charm sets in there, too. So if you are local to New York, go check that out. So jumping into our content... I have finished objects this week. I have two really cool upcoming projects. I finished a pair of socks. Nice, nice. So these are, um, this is my ancestor's journey colorway inspired by a colorway of the same name from Serendipitous Wool. It is their fifth year anniversary and there is an anniversary extravaganza stuff going on. This colorway will be coming out in my Etsy shop, probably for pre-order because this month has been a little hectic. I do have some that are going to, a few skeins that are ready to ship that will come out um, at the end of September and then there'll be pre-order if those sell out. But this is a really awesome textured uh, pattern by Disturbing the Fleece, who's an awesome designer. We have horizontal cables and horizontal ribbing and vertical ribbing. It's they're really cozy, fun socks. I really enjoyed making these. They were pretty potato chippy for all the texture that's going on in here. Nice. It's a lot of fun. And I also finished my jeweled facets crochet shawl for the Sierra Nevada yarn crawl. It is so much. Wow. Look at this. Look at it. It's so pretty. I had such a fun time crocheting this. I want to make like more of these it is kind of a rectangular stole shape with like a little chevron going on and this is my dream house mini skein set that will be debuting for the yarn crawl at the end of september so keep your eyes out for where you can get that that looks really pretty yeah it makes me really happy the colors are really joyful and i like the way it turned out yeah and did you finish anything this week no (laughs) well what have you been working on then my friend i have i did a lot of traveling since we last recorded Um, you did do a lot of traveling (gasps) and one of the places i was in was disney world and i got my first steven sock done it's not totally done it doesn't have a heel but it the the like 
regular knitting part is done. So mm-hmm. this is your Stephen mm-hmm. colorway. And it looks so cute. Look how cute those sockets. It's so cute. It's really cute. It's pretty happy. And I'm using my witch's brew pattern for the sock, uh, which you can get on the internet. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a almost it's I did it a little bit shorter than my witch's brew sock I knit out of the witch's brew flavor coven color way because mm-hmm. I am not using a contrast for the toes the cuffs and the heel I'm doing all the steepen uh, mm. so I stopped it a bit earlier it doesn't go up quite as high as my other versions of these socks because I wanted to just use the steepen and I didn't weigh it or anything so we'll see if my guessing was good I think it probably was <laughs> what's the worst case you use a contrast heel Exactly. That's yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to just do the other one before I do the heels and then we'll see where we're at. And maybe I have to do a contrast heel, but I'm sure I have enough to get through the other sock. Um, and then I have a little itty bitty toe. Oh, a little toe and your little floppy disc charm. I like how the, I need to take a picture. It's been on my list for a while that the floppy disc looks really good with the Steven colors and I need to take a picture. It does. And the little rainbow, it just fits thematically. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just seems so, like a piece of like debris you'd find in Greg's van, a little floppy disk with rainbow on it. Yeah. Yeah. And I have it in my little Barbie bag that I got from Multicraftual Handmade in North nice. Carolina. So it's cute. It has a I rainbow zipper. <gasps> that is a rainbow zipper. That's really pretty. I yep. So I worked on that. Uh, a bit at various Disney attractions, and I also worked quite a bit on my Mount Pleasant top. Oh yeah, you've got like the whole body of a top, a little crop top going on there. Yeah, I need to, I need to measure it. I think I'm like about to split for the front and the back, but mm-hmm. it looks nice. It, it really matches nice. it looks... my t-shirt I'm wearing. Uh, it's yeah, like very peachy pink and, and lavender. Mm-hmm. Very cute very mm-hmm. on brand yeah this was mostly what i wanted to work on while i was in orlando because it was so hot and mm-hmm. it was nice to have a cotton project and not a wool project to work on mm-hmm. i also i forget like when i packed the sock project i forget that sometimes i'm nervous about using the flexi flips when i'm like knitting in lines and stuff because mm-hmm. it's annoying if you drop one Mm-hmm. So I was liking that the crop top is just like on a circular Tubing. needle in the round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been working on too much. That's exciting to show you. I have all the, there I had some leftovers from the jeweled facets from the mini skeins. I think the pattern was written for, uh, mini skeins that have a teeny bit less yardage than the mini skeins I use. So I have some extras. So I'm just making hexies for my beekeeper hexies um, scrappy project. And I cast on another Kino cowl, but it doesn't look exciting yet. Um, the only exciting thing I have to show you that I've been working on is my blanket. blanket. It is so big. I'm into well into September. I really like September's pattern. It's kind of like diagonal rectangular motif and it's really good it's weather's been nice and cool and it's been perfect it's been mid 70s it's been lovely nice we're in like the high 70s today 
and it's really nice. Mm -hmm. 70s. Mm -hmm. The 60s and 70s are really the ideal temperature. Mm -hmm. Love it. Love it. Oh, if I didn't say that was the heirloom temperature blanket by Soraya Hussain, which you've been seeing all year and you will continue to see until the year is done. Yay. Yay. It's so long. There's so much going on. Mm -hmm. And that's all I've been working on. Have you been working on anything else? No. You didn't bring your giant blanket with you? I didn't bring travels? my giant blanket with me on my travels now. <laughs> it's it's approaching a size that is ridiculous to bring it anywhere. Yeah. So I it's like jump into really long shawl sized right now. It's not quite full blanket, but it it, it would be mm-hmm. like carrying around a basically finished big shawl with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, I did some quilting stuff, but I, did, I forgot to bring it with me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll show you that next week. Are we ready to show off all the swag? that we got i have some swag yeah should we start with our co-swag that we got mm-hmm. we got jewelry we, we got, got jewelry. So good jewelry we're showing it off yeah we got stuff from rock love jewelry i got the little lost cat ring he looks really cute cute i really like it um i haven't been wearing it at too much because of some of my other acquisitions. I acquired three foster kittens and like I'm picking them up and I don't want this to like dig into you their bodies. stab them with the fake kitten? I don't want... No, so I haven't been wearing it that much in the past few days, but other than that, I've been wearing it all the time. And you got the little chopper necklace. He's so cute! Thank you. Bop, bop. His little legs dangle. Yes. It was recently Emily's birthday and Emily allowed me to send her a little gift of a chopper. Bop, 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 bop. He's really cute. I like the size of him. He just like looks mm-hmm. really he's really small and looks adorable as a little necklace. I love that mm-hmm. his little leggies move. They swing back and forth. It's really cute. He's very detailed. He has like all of his little little chopper bits. I love it. Um, I guess staying on the Star Wars train, Emily influenced me. I now have a matching Sabine Wren sweater and some Star Wars dresses because I wanted that free shipping. Mm-hmm. Um and I also bought Camtono for a display object for the yarn girl. Look at you. You're all decked out today. I, I'm all decked out of my Star Wars swag today. Um, if you want to hear our opinions on the Ahsoka show, check out our office hours for Patreon patrons. Is probably all we're gonna talk about. But yeah, I it's been Did great. Did you test I out love... putting the yarn in the Camtono? Not the self-striping, but I've been keeping my sample stuff in here because I'm going to bring in the Kino Cal and the dual facets for the crawl. So I've been keeping them in, mm-hmm. in the Camtono. Check them from the tiny, tiny things. <laughs> Protect them from the gremlins. <laughs> Gremlin real hard. Yeah, they're, they're very good kittens. So if you're somebody who's listening to this, who is within driving range of South Lake Tahoe, there's going to be some really good kittens that are going to be adoptable through the El Dorado County Animal Services. Highly recommend. They're fantastic. You won't regret getting these kittens. <laughs> yeah. That's what I got. Do you get, what did you, I'm sure you've got wonderful things on your adventures. I did. did I did things? get some things on my adventure. I got a shirt, but I wore it yesterday, uh, but I got some mm-hmm. pins I was going to show you. I got this mm-hmm. really cool figment pin. Nice little dragon guy. What's that from? Figment is a Disney Parks character. 
Uh, he is from a now defunct attraction that was in the Imagination mm-hmm. Pavilion in Epcot that was it's kind of a labyrinth of a Disney ride. It was very mm. like 80s peak fantasy weirdness. Mm. And it mm-hmm. didn't last that long, but this little purple dragon who is the figment of your imagination, that's why his name is Figment. Mm-hmm. So he kind of mm-hmm. represents the Imagination Pavilion, and he's become like a symbol for Epcot. Uh, he has a new version. He has a new attraction in mm-hmm. the same building that we still ride, even though it sucks. <laughs> but it never has a wait, so that's nice. But yes, Figment's one of my favorite characters. He's obscure Disney lore, and this is a really cute little like stained glass window looking pin of him with a little... Huge light bulb yeah it's a big giant it's a big boy yes so that's the figment pin and then we found chad this uh disney 100 pin that is music mm-hmm. related which is fun um they have a whole line of this like musicy stuff uh but it's band leader mm-hmm. mickey and uh, uh there's madame leota from the haunted mansion and some other peeps tiana's on here which is sweet and mm-hmm. there is a tiki room bird on here so this is a chad pin uh that is cute mm-hmm. and then i also got this exciting pin it's chopper. <gasps> bah, bah, bah. chopper he is shiny he's like he's got some like rose mm-hmm. gold glitters on him mm-hmm. and he's limited edition and he's real cute and i got you one of these too so he's gonna come in the mail <laughs> i thought he was fun he <laughs> um, is fun yeah so it's exciting to find uh some star wars characters in disney parks merch that haven't been around before so mm-hmm. oh boy living in the time where my niche favorite show that you made me fall in love with is getting fan service to the hilt mm-hmm. is it's a great time to be a it's a great time to be a rebels fan man. it's a great time to be a star wars fan it's a great time to be a clone wars rebels fan yeah <laughs> it's the sound of our feral fangirl this mm-hmm. i love it i heard a cat that was the sound of big chopper mm there's lots of chipmunks that are outside the window that he keeps an eye on Mm. that's all i had for acquisitions Mm -hmm. fantastic i guess we can jump into our occult corner we where we are dipping into more weird stuff the victorians did that was not good for their health which is most of the weird stuff the victorians did yeah today we're gonna talk about Today's topic is why was arsenic like catnip to Victorians? <laughs> yeah, Take they get away, Emily. They used arsenic in like a surprising amount of stuff. <laughs> so the part of this that I was really interested in particularly is its use, like not for it was so it was used in crazy stuff like medicine, soap, all, all sorts of things, but makeup. Yeah, the stuff that really interests me was, like, the decor stuff that, like, didn't mm-hmm. need to be using it for this purpose at all. They're just using it because they thought it was pretty, <laughs> uh, which like, is Like, as wild. a pigment? Like, as a pigment additive? Yes. So, um, Shields Green 
which is a really mm-hmm. particular shade of green, was very popular during the Victorian era. Um, and mm-hmm. it's named after the Swedish chemist Carl Will- Wilhelm Scheele uh, in mm-hmm. the 18th century. And the color came from copper arsenate. Uh, and it's a byproduct of the copper mining industry. And it has that particular mm-hmm. green color because it's really similar to the natural patina of copper. Mm-hmm. And uh, William Morris wallpaper, which was very popular at the time. Uh, if you picture like a floral Victorian era wallpaper in your head, you're probably picturing a William Morris pattern or a dupe of a William Morris pattern. Um, mm-hmm. Lots of birds and like, f- you know, fruit and just like really f- floral filigree mm-hmm. kind of patterning so the arsenic green pigment that they're like color that they were using was it that emerald I yes look it up because i'm yeah that emerald yeah, color it's it's that like really rich green mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and william morris wallpaper was extremely popular the patterns are still popular today um and they heavily used arsenic green and I thought it was really interesting that William Morris was actually heir to the world's largest copper mine at the time. So he was sitting on a lot of extra arsenic like dust leftovers from mining. Uh, and he put it in his wallpaper because it was pretty. <laughs> and, and there they, were it's it's not like they didn't know that there were problems with this material because Oh, they at the knew, time, they like straight up was knew being it was sold a poison. for rat poison. Yeah, they knew it was a poison, but they had they had this concept that, well, if we're not ingesting it, it's not going to hurt us, right? They mm-hmm. had, like they thought if it was in their wallpaper, it was fine because it was over there, I guess. Mm-hmm. Slash, you know, they just wanted to use up their extra arsenic dust, but. Many miners got ill from inhaling the dust in these copper mines, Mm -hmm. and uh, William Morris had a very famous uh, line. There were doctors who noticed that these miners were all getting sick, and they were saying that they felt like it was because of the arsenic uh, in these mines. And William Morris said that those doctors were bitten by witch fever to like say that they were like quacks uh, when they diagnosed this arsenic poison poisoning yeah and in the wallpaper factories workers were becoming really unwell uh especially when they worked with flock papers um which are like the texture that has like a bit of a fuzziness to it or any paper that has like small fiber particles that stick to the surface because mm-hmm. that like wasn't as embedded in the wallpaper so it could it was really floating around in the air and then coming off on green was used in the fashion industry a lot as well so a lot of the garment and accessory workers were making the green dresses and the floral arrangements for the hats that were dyed with this green were also getting sick yes uh yeah and they would the workers who dyed that color were getting particularly sick um, because they were doing mm-hmm. a lot of inhaling of these particles and they were sticking to their lungs. Um, mm-hmm. And it it was so bad that even people who wore 
the, like these colors would get sick. So imagine how sick the workers must be to be inha- inhaling this stuff as it's getting made if just wearing the products could make you sick. Uh, mm-hmm. The factory workers got abrasions on their skin. They were getting arsenic going directly into their bloodstream because of this so they could get it poisoning their bloodstream aside from like their lungs. So it was, it was, yeah. a, it was a big issue. <laughs> it's definitely something that you can absorb through your muco- mucus membranes. Yep. Uh, it was even a popular green food coloring at the time, which like big yikes oh, no. to that one. <laughs> That's the worst one. And a lot of there was, I'm sure there were plenty of deliberate arsenic poisonings in the Victorian times, but there were also lots of accidental exposures too because the way it was sold at like the corner pharmacy it looks like a white powder like similar to you know your flour your sugar your like baby powder which was a problem that killed some babies Mm -hmm. yes there were also I, i saw a particular story about a I think it was an orphanage. I can't remember if it was an orphanage or a hospital, but the nurses had uniforms dyed with the green color and the babies were getting sick because the nurses were holding them against this green colored fabric. Which is, I mean, that's the natural thing to do from what I understand. The like few babies I've held, like I've been told they like to be close to like a a human beating heart. Mm -hmm. So it's just naturally how you keep up up a baby oh that's sad that's very sad my yeah my favorite thing that i saw when i was googling this was apparently in 1858 in bradford england there was this confectioner who had the habit of putting plaster of paris into his peppermints to stretch them out which is a thing to do sorry you're gonna have to bleep that later uh but but so he was planning on adulterating his candy with plaster of Paris, which was not good to begin with. It was a busy day. He sends his assistant down to the corner store to get some plaster of Paris to stretch out his peppermints. And the the guy at the at the pharmacy was like delegating to his assistant. And his assistant's like, oh, which which bin is the plaster of Paris? And the guy who runs the pharmacy is like, oh, it's that barrel of white powder in the corner. And they, so the assistant was like, fine, just scooped it out, scooped a big heap out of the arsenic bucket. And uh, it ended up in that candy and poisoned a lot of people, which is yep. not good. <laughs> That's not good. Not good. It's not what you want. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, don't eat arsenic, friends. Uh, <laughs> don't or plaster Paris. You should. Yeah. Mm hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. I did think it was interesting that uh, Charlotte Perkins' The Yellow Wallpaper short story, which Mm -hmm. I'm sure you had to read in high school, uh, is probably inspired by the arsenic poisoning of the Mm -hmm. William Morris wallpaper. And like, I don't know, it's a as much as we like to bag on the Victorians, like this is a thing we have constantly done, at least as far as I know of in the Western world. Like, I feel like there's a direct line between this arsenic laced wallpaper and like lead paint that mm-hmm. kids were like nomming on paint chips. And it's, we, we don't care about what's in our products uh we don't care about what happens to the workers and the companies making money don't care 
like I said, about the workers or the consumer's health. Yes. It's just uh, a thing. And William Morris wallpaper did eventually stop using the arsenic colors in their wallpaper. And fun fact, it wasn't just the green. Many of the many of their pigments had arsenic in them to keep them bright uh, and colorful. But other other companies started to advertise arsenic-free wallpaper. So William Morris for was like forced to change that uh because of all of the arsenic free wallpapers so he was reluctant to do that but did do it eventually Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah. and if you want to read more about this there is a book titled bitten by witch fever by lucinda hoxley uh, and it's all about arsenic use during the victorian era and it has pictures and objects of some of the products that were used as well if you're interested in that check out some pictures of some arsenic soap oh soap oh soap no. is one too <laughs> oh i mean i knew it like makeup was on the list of things that they put arsenic in but it's oh so bad so mm-hmm. bad Whew. so i guess that concludes our discussion of another weird and unhealthy thing the victorians did in the name of fashion mm-hmm is consume a bunch of arsenic. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Uh, did we have any promotion to do before we were on our way? No, I don't think so. Check out my Halloween stuff on my website. I'll have new stuff uh, soonish. Mm-hmm. But right now I have the whole Halloween shop up. So if you want to shop the spooky things, check that out. Fantastic. Well, if you are looking to find us anywhere around the internet, please just head on over to fibercoven.com. That will have links to my yarn, Emily's merch and patterns, as well as to our Patreon, uh, where we have a whole nother podcast and a rad Discord server and crafty hangouts every now and then. And you can also find show notes for what you just listened to. So until next week, Coven, keep making yarn magic. Bye. Bye. Bye.